Welcome to another episode of Mr. and Mrs. 757. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Rico Gonzalez, and this is my wife, Cordy Gonzalez. Hey, guys. And we are here with another episode. We're going to be talking about, actually, we're going to be doing a series on this whole thing. But today, we're going to just touch up on why real estate is the number one long-term investment out there that crushes all the others. Wouldn't you agree, babe? Yes. Totally. Absolutely. Dominates. Domination. <laughs> so there's several types of investments out there. Let's name a couple just to wet everyone's palate. Um, crypto is like a big thing right now. Huge. I mean, you got your Bitcoin, you got your Dogecoin, you got the coin, coin, coin. That is correct. <laughs> so some people know a lot about it. Some people have no idea about it. All right, so that's one way of investments. Uh, another way to invest. Um, gold. Gold. Mm, precious metals. Yep, that's a long-term good investment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stock markets is out there at Wall Street. That's been around since forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandfather was a stock market guy. Yeah. Like, legit was in down, you know, Wall Street on a regular basis. Right. That was his job. And your grandmother never worked a day in her life because of that. That is correct. And yeah. they put six kids through private school. Stock market, baby. Incredible. Okay. And so what else? What other types of investments? Some people like to do uh, savings. That's an investment. Some yeah. There's lots of great savings accounts like mm-hmm. a 401k. Right. Thrift saving plan if you're in the uh, the military, the TPS. Uh, TSP, I mean. And then they've got the um, IRAs. People yep. putting some money away. But there's articles out there that talks about how real estate is a number one investment. That is correct. So. So they, according to the stats, 41% of Americans agree that real estate is your number one best long-term investment. And, you know, I love that that says that because, you know, that's our world right now. But like that's what we do. (laughs) Anybody and everybody can take advantage of that. I mean, you have to live somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So homeownership is your very first form of real estate investment. And it beats hands down any 401k account, in my opinion. For sure. Plus, it's not just an investment. You can live in it. Right. You can't buy gold and live in it. You can't buy, you know, stocks and live in it. But you can live in your own investment when you purchase it. Right. Or like a car. Like you purchase a car Mm -hmm. and then it instantly starts depreciating in value. Depreciating in value. Yeah. You drive it off the lot and lose 10 Gs right there. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, in a home, it's not depreciating unless you're in a declining area. Right. Then you're in trouble. But for the most part, they all, they appreciate over time. Well, there are some people out there that fear that the buildup in home values may be mirroring what happened right before the crash uh, about 10 years ago. Yes. I just had to talk a client off a cliff today mm-hmm. over that very same subject. What can you tell them about this and why we're not in that same type of market? It may look like it, but it's not the same market. Right. I mean, it's definitely aggressive like it was in the past. There's definitely similarities, but... The main thing for me is what I was telling my client today mm-hmm. who wants to buy and their boyfriend is encouraging them not to because uh, there's potentially going to be a bubble and 
they're going to lose money in the long run. Mm -hmm. But, and you know, we don't have a crystal ball, so we can't predict the future, but we certainly can take the data and information that we have and make an educated guess as to how it's going to go. Right. So, like, the biggest thing is that in the past, lenders were giving out funds to any Tom, Dick, or Harry, whoever wanted a loan, got a loan. You want a loan, you get a loan. You want money, here you go. It was just like they were carelessly with no type of limitations. Like the Wild West out there, man, just whatever. Yeah, and it was intentional, but we won't go there. It's like Oprah. You get a loan, and you get a loan, and you get a loan, and guess what? You get a loan, too. Yeah, look under your chairs, everybody. Everyone gets a loan, yay! <laughs> so anybody, the McDonald's guy, not saying McDonald's is bad, but the McDonald's guy could back in the day qualify for a half million dollar home. Right. And what ended up happening was now all of a sudden everybody can't pay the bill and foreclosures, foreclosures came out left and right and short sales, but mainly foreclosures, which mm-hmm. drove the values down. And with that being said, it was like, douche, the right. market just plummeted. So there's people out there that think that the market is going to do that at this point, but we beg to differ because Correct. the lenders nowadays have restrictions and they actually vet the people to make sure that they fully qualify. Is that correct? Correct. Now, the interest rates are wicked low, which is that's exciting, yeah. and that's why buyers are all up in the pool right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But it's they're still meeting the qualifications in order, which have been sh- more stringent. And they have been changed. So here we are with qualified buyers purchasing right. properties at right. great interest rates. And so the prediction based on the data that we have and the information just shared is that at some point the market will calm down and things will begin to level out. Yeah, it's going to shift. Um, who knows how long it'll take, but it will at one point, but we don't see it falling off the grid and crashing down and even if it does plateau at some point and stays like at a certain level and doesn't necessarily increase too much it's still home ownership is still hands down a tremendous investment absolutely because during that time if it does plateau you're paying your bills still you're paying your mortgage correct brings down uh, absolutely increases your equity while you pay your mortgage yes it does okay so and you're still living in it so what an awesome investment. So here's uh, the Gallup poll. You mentioned it earlier, but America's choice of best long-term investment. Okay, so 3% is bonds. 3% of Americans think that bonds is like the choice. The I'm shocked, though, to be honest with remember you. Remember those savings bonds we got for our birthday and everything when we were kids? Yeah, that used to be a thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that still exists? Like, yeah. that's still a thing? Because I got a $100 savings bond. Like, okay, this won't mature until, like, 20 years from now. Well, it was supposed <laughs> to mature in 10 years or something, yeah. and then it turned into 20 years. Yeah. So it's like, who does that? Right. Like, that's, I'm, I'm really shocked. I mean, for a person that's not, like, the sophisticated investor, I guess they could put their money there. Okay, I'll give you that. 9% of Americans think that savings accounts is a great long-term investment. That's what we've been told when we were growing up. Save all your money, right? Okay. That's what I've been told. Um, but what were we saving for? I don't know, just to see the account. <laughs> see how fat the account is? But I mean, it's well, it's supposed to be accruing interest. Accruing interest, okay. Uh, gold, all right, precious metals. 18% think that's a, a great investment. I think it's a good investment. 
it's pretty cool having gold bars in your safe. You know, take them out every once in a while. Doo, 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 look at it. Sniff it. Smell it. <laughs> Stocks. 26% of Americans, okay? It's a quarter of Americans. A little bit over a quarter of Americans say that stocks is a number one long-term investment. Okay? Very good. And that could go either way. And a big whopping 41% of Americans say that real estate is the number one choice, which dwarfs them all. Hey, hey, hey. So, why, here are some, some areas, um, what you can do with real estate. You can't, it's not just one thing you can do is just buy it, hold on to it, and wait for the equity to grow. There's other ways to make money off of real estate. Isn't that correct, babe? Yeah, there's lots of ways. So we're going to do a whole series on this, but here's a couple examples. Uh, what's the first way? Well, the series is going to include number one being home ownership. Okay. That is your first number one form of investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can rent it, right? Right. You can buy a property and become a landlord. There you go. And make a monthly income off it. While right. having some other people's money, having someone else pay your mortgage and maybe reaping some money off that as well. Uh, another way to invest in real estate is to. Airbnbs, short term rentals, vacation properties. That's like a whole nother world of opportunity to have investment. Mm-hmm. And then the number four one is to flip it, buy it at a. Lower price, make it pretty, put it back on the market, and sell it. Right. capital gains on it. Right. And we have some, like, people in mind that we'd like to interview for these particular uh, topics. Mm -hmm. So for rentals, we'd like to get somebody up here who's done it or doing it and can kind of shed some light on it. So if anybody out there is listening to these, um, this podcast and has – certain interests in a certain area or avenue of any one of these series that want to send us a couple questions, you're welcome to, and we will definitely address them on the next podcast. Today, we're going to speak to home ownership, but we will have the next one be about rentals, Mm -hmm. and then we'll go on from there. But I'm excited to have some experts in that particular topic be able to share with Absolutely. It's going to be an awesome next couple of episodes. You're going to learn so much. And like Courtney said, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. So let's get started. Home ownership. We, Courtney and I, are in this business. We help people get their homes. And a lot of times we tell them these things that um, it's an investment. But a lot of times they just think about the money up front, what they're what they're spending right now. You know, yeah. they're not thinking about the investment. They're just thinking about here's what I hear a lot. I'm I'm spending this much money. This is the biggest purchase I've ever made, you know. Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> nice it's, voice, an, babe. <laughs> it's an investment. Right. A couple of years down the line, you put your money there, it's going to grow. Right. So it's like kind of like a mentality shift. You're not necessarily spending money. You're investing the money. Yeah. And what's what is investing? It's putting money somewhere and letting it grow, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, just like planting seeds in the ground. We, we put some tomatoes in the ground today. Yep, bought some new tomatoes. Uh, listen to this. So we went to Kroger and bought one of them big fat tomatoes, and we went to um, to buy it. I think it was almost $2 for one tomato. Yeah, it was $1.79. It what wasn't organic or anything. I was like, 
what are we doing with our lives? We should be planting these in the backyard. So I went and bought like six plants for like three bucks. So it's going to yield me more. That's an investment. <laughs> I'm investing in the tomato plant and then it's going to spit out more fruit. Exactly. There you go. Sorry. Right. Go ahead, babe. Yeah. So like with right now it being a seller's market, yep. buyers have to bring it. And yep. so, so like paying your closing costs is a significant amount of money. So I've seen a lot of my buyers are getting their closing costs from their 401k accounts. Very nice. So 401k will allow you to withdraw money from your account for a home purchase. Nice tip. So that's exciting news for somebody who has an account like that. Right. And in my opinion, if you take, they here's the, the like kind of a kicker a little bit. They still have to pay their 401k back. Which is silly. If it's your money, your account, you put it in there. Why you got to pay yourself back? But whatever. That's how that form of investment operates. It's a savings account. So here's the deal. You take, let's say, ten grand out of your 401k to put into your to use towards your home closing costs or cost. you know whatever. Right. Down payment. So you're putting that into your property, which is going to basically build equity. Build equity. Oh, because a like you said, you're paying down your payment, so your equity's growing. You can add value to your property in some kind of way, which will add equity. And then as the property appreciates over time, you're boom adding equity. Mm -hmm. So it's like easily a better investment to take that out of the account and put it into a property than it is to leave it in the account. Right. So in my opinion, it is a great opportunity for people to buy if they didn't have cash in hand. Yeah, that's an that's an awesome tip. And you guys are, uh, for a 401k, you're saving this money for something, right? Right. Here's something. Buy a house. Right. And if you get to be 60 years old and you're ready to retire, or whatever age you retire at, and you have a house that's paid off, Yeah. what kind of retirement fund is that? I mean, that's huge if yeah. you're not paying for a property. You know, your a rent or ec or um, just mortgage. pay for the utilities and taxes every year. That's it. Yeah, I worry about. I it. mean, you're you're literally investing in your future. So Courtney uh, has a story about these clients that we have that purchased a property. Uh, how many years ago? Seventeen years ago. 17 Who are you years. talking about? I don't know. Your brother. Oh, he bought in 2017. I said 17 years ago. My bad. <laughs> he bought in 2017. 18, 19, 20, 21. So four years later, right? Right. Four and years ago, he moves back home to Bob Beach. Actually, he purchased a place in Chesapeake. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get him and his wife on the podcast, but I think they're scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We shall speak for them. Yeah. Fine. Anywho, so um, they moved here. They bought a house for a hundred and seventy grand. Right. Cute little starter home. Mm -hmm. And four years later, he just got a job working for Tesla. And it's taking him out of the area. He's stoked. I'm devastated. Yeah. But whatever. That's neither here nor here or there. But um, excited for him because he's leaving with 50K, uh, you know, from his home sale. Yeah. And, you know, back in 2017, you're not thinking of that. No. Right? He wasn't. That's for sure. Yeah, of course. Now, the market's great. And you get a big payout. That is super awesome. That's right. That's great. What if they were to rent? Let's just think about that for a okay, second. Okay, next five years they rented at, what, $1,500 a month? I'm going to do the math right now. What well, is, I think they pay $1,100 okay, a month. Okay, whatever. Do it so 
do it on that eleven. Eleven hundred dollars so times of twelve months is thirteen thousand two hundred times what seventeen, eighteen, nine, twenty, twenty-one. Okay, do that in your times head. Four years, fifty-two thousand eight hundred dollars that they paid into rent, paying someone else's mortgage, gone. Yeah, if they were renting. Yeah. Right, and they would be leaving town, and they would be having to f- come up with another deposit. Mm-hmm. And first month's rent if they were leaving town, going to a new city mm-hmm. to rent a house. Whereas now, because they decided to purchase, they're leaving with 50K in their pocket. Right. And they're either going to buy or rent or whatever they end up doing um, on the other end. It's like they're getting the money back. Isn't that incredible? It's pretty awesome. It's like they just put the money into it. Moving out, selling it, paying off that mortgage, and getting the money back. Right. That's incredible. And I love that example, and I wanted to share that example because they had a lot of, like, concerns up front. They're they're young. Right. They had, okay. When they first bought, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, what if the HVAC goes young. out? Or uh, what if, you know, a plumbing issue takes place? You know, we're not going to call the landlord. We are the landlords. Like, that, that was kind of nerve-wracking to them a little bit. But um, they... Took the leap of faith, I guess, and um, they went forward with the purchase, and Mm. I'm pretty confident they're super glad that they did. Yeah. And I just think that's a really tremendous example. I mean, a lot of people that I come in contact with that are first-time homebuyers are thinking, oh, well, this isn't perfect, that isn't perfect, so let's look at the next house. This isn't perfect, that isn't perfect, okay, let's look at the next house. Uh, The rooms aren't big enough, whatever, whatever. But if the truth be told... Your first home isn't necessarily your forever home. I mean, look at our house, the first purchase we made. Mm-hmm. You know, we were 23 years old, and we bought this house that was attached to the house next to it. It wasn't, like, detached. It was attached. But anyways, it was, like, 1,400 square foot, three bedrooms. It was perfect for us at the time. Yeah. Never, ever, ever was that going to be our forever. But... When we left there, we left there with a good amount of money in our pocket so that we could buy bigger and better yep. into a better neighborhood that wasn't attached, yep. and, you know, that kind of thing. But I feel like a lot of people get this misconception that, oh, I'm going to buy a property and, and it's got to be perfect. It because has to be their forever home, yeah. It's, it's probably not going to be your it forever home. It ain't going to be a forever home. Yeah, so I feel like... one, maybe. Who knows? Well, If you're renting, you know, stop. Go buy yourself a piece of property Build yourself some equity, invest in yourself, invest mm-hmm. in your life. It doesn't have to be forever. And then once you're able to move forward, you move forward with money in your pocket. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that was my story. But um, I would much rather have like got to interview them and press them for a bunch of questions because I feel like it would have been helpful to people that may be a little scared to buy. Right. A lot of times people are like um, overwhelmed. They think they're going to pay this off for 30 years. I remember I used to work for a guy, um, my last job, and he always told me, Rico, nobody pays off their mortgage, right? You, right. Buy, you buy a house, pay into it, and then sell it when it appreciates and go to get another one. You're not paying for the whole thing, you know? Yeah, a few people do make it to the end. Right. 30 years is like, wow, incredible. All right. So... Yeah, so I'm excited about this whole thing. That's pretty much home ownership right there, huh, babe? Yep, home ownership. We just did a few updates to our house. Yeah, we did. And that's like another great way that you can, that equity is built in your property. Just by making it look good. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I think we put um, we put new garage doors, new siding, new gutters, shutters. Uh, we did the whole exterior facelift, new sliding glass door, new front doors. Doors, yeah. Um, it looks so good. I mean, it looks like the old house, ugh, like with the old garage doors and the old aluminum siding from 1980. And it just looks, and the shutters are so like, ugh. Yeah. You know, sun beat and ugly, and the Just colors were eighties. Just making a few 80s. improvements, like a little something every year, will increase the value of the home. Yes. I mean, the ton, we got a ton of equity in this thing now, uh, especially because of the uh, the home values increasing. But just making it look nice increases it even more. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that that um, exterior updates gave that like forty grand. I would Woo-hoo! I would I would not doubt it one bit. Let's get a pool. Yeah, that's <laughs> coming. That is coming. All right. So uh, next episode we'll be doing is going to be on rentals. We're going to try to get somebody up here that knows what they're talking about on rentals. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, and we could get your questions answered on rentals. We're going to be talking about uh, purchasing a home to rent it, uh, living in a rental. We're going to be talking about um, – Having a property management company manage it for you. Right. This is a military town, so a lot of people do this anyways. Right. And right now in for in our area, mm-hmm. it is insane. It's like the buyer's market is bananas, but the, the rental, rental market is just oh as gosh. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is so tough. Every rental that comes available around here Gone. is up for five seconds. They have... T- 20 applicants and people are offering more than what the listed price is because they want in. Yeah. So it's, it's a tremendous investment. If that's something that, that turns you on personally, I don't want to be a landlord. It terrifies me, but, um, a lot of people do it. A lot lot of people people put money in their pocket and, um, I know somebody right now who's living high on the hog and that's primarily what, they do is they buy properties rent them out and put money in their pocket that's awesome okay well i think that's about it got anything else corp nope that's it for now home ownership guys don't be foolish for sure give us a shout uh 757-288-3026 if you're looking to buy or sell you can check catch us on our youtube channel mr and mrs 757 we got a couple videos out there uh, check us out on Instagram, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Also, Facebook business page, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Uh, see you at the next episode, guys.